particularly just type thank you Jesus thank you Jesus father we thank you 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 it's another beautiful day that the Lord has made that we should rejoice and be glad in it Ooh. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's none like you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve all the praise. You deserve all the glory. Yes, Lord, you deserve it. All the glory, all the honor, we bring it back to you. Saying thank you for all you keep doing for us. Thank you. Thank you, wonderful, merciful Savior. We love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' powerful name. We pray. Amen. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus, say this morning, I receive mercy. Say this morning, I receive mercy. Say by the covenant of the blood, I receive mercy upon my life, upon my family, upon my loved ones. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. 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 I receive mercy. I receive mercy. I receive mercy. Mata kapalatesis. Ile perketosh kapalata. Ile prekatash kevali kombreketiza veladesis. Mokonde belegadesh kata palati gadevesu kapa. Lipranas kadi velegadosh safalate granashis. Ila kande basis, O kelevende gadushka balade tesas, O my father, I say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus, Zabele makafati gradasis, Your mercy, Lord, let it be poured out. Your mercy, Your mercy, Your mercy. Let it be poured out. Let your mercy 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 be poured out. Oh, Kilimanda Katava, Shatigo Volotosis. Ila Katsapalanda Gadishgos. Ira Sataya Vadejis. Oh, Father, show us mercy. Show us mercy, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, say, let your word enter me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive access to your word this morning. Let your word enter me. Let your word enter me. Let your word enter me. Let it produce results in my life. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice in prayer. Kola barataya kavaladashas. Kole mande kavila kradoshas. Ele pala kadivra kadosh kadavande kadizas. Oh, tiga valanash kotoveli kadavasas. Let your word enter me. I receive your word this morning. I receive your word. I receive your word. I receive your word. For the entrance of your word, give it light and understanding. I receive your word. I receive your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Father, this morning we thank you. We ask that you breathe upon us through your word. And we ask that light come. Let illumination come. Let illumination come. Let healing come. As your word come, let deliverance come. In the name of Jesus, let every chain of limitations be broken. In Jesus' name, I call it down. Amen. All right. Welcome to Church Without Wars. If you've been following us, you know that Sunday morning is for teaching. Sunday mornings are for teaching. And um, except we see the first session, then we go beyond teaching and get into every prayer and the prophetic. The Word of God is what every believer needs to get a balance in life. If you read the book of John chapter 6, the Bible said, while the people were hungry, a little lad had, a lad had five loaves of bread and two fishes. The word bread in the Bible speaks of the word. Bread means the word. Bread means message. Alright? Bread does not always mean food. Bread does not always mean provision. Bread means the word. Bread means the message. Um, fish means miracles. Fish represent miracles, prophecy, manifestations. So when you read that scripture, you will realize that the bread was more than the fish. Five loaves of bread and two fishes. So in every church, it means that the word should be more than the fish. The word should be more than manifestation. Good morning, welcome. The word should be more. Alright? Bible made us understand that one day prophecies will go. One day all the giftings of the spirit, every one of them will go. They say, but the word of God will never go. And if you read the book of um, James chapter 1 verse 21, it says, Wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul. The engrafted word. The engrafted word. So it is saying that this word should not just pass through your ears and just fizzle away. This word should be engrafted in your heart. This word should be tattooed inside your, your heart. 
alright? This word should be tattooed. But most times, um, we have now grown a kind of church or a kind of believers who don't give attention on the word anymore. If there is no prophecy in church that day, then the service was not powerful. If there was no uh, miracle that day, no laying of hands, no power manifestation, then the service was not powerful. And we have another kind of church where um, if you prophesy, then you are not, uh, you don't know what you are doing. It has to be only the word. No, it has to be a balance. The word has to be there. Then the manifestation of the spirit, the Bible said it is given to profit us. It is given for our profit. Every gift of the spirit is given for our profit. I can't imagine how many people who have been saved on this platform through the prophetic, through deliverance, through laying of hands, through revelations and all of that. There, is a, there, is, there are things the word will not do for you and there are things prophecy will not also do for you. So we need to get balance of both sides. Enjoy hearing the word and also enjoy prayer, enjoy the prophetic, enjoy deliverance and every aspect of what God has made available to the body of Christ. And you see Jesus be glorified in your life again and again and again and again. May God give us understanding in Jesus' name. Alright, we've been looking at a topic um, according to the theme of the month which is called help. Help. That has been our, our theme for the month, help. And my prayer right now for someone is that this month, even before October we come to an end, God is going to send you help. People, we've seen testimonies, testimonies, testimonies. God is going to send you help. God will make somebody to call you and ask you, what do you want? And they will not only ask you and encourage you, they will give it to you. In the name of Jesus, October will not end until you receive help. In Jesus' name. Please, like I said to us, every month... I do all I can to stay in the place of prayer, to hear God and ask God, what do you have for us this month? So when the word comes, don't take them with laxity and um, just feel like, oh, they've said, they've said it. Take it personal. Take it personal. Pray into it. Fast into it. Sow into it. God has given me the word for the month of November already. And I've been trusting God for something awesome in my life. Don't just sit down, no, it's just happening. No, 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 no. You've got to, it's a prophetic word. You've got to force into manifestation in your life. So please, let's give attention to it. So it's a month of help. We've treated different topics on help. You can go check through our podcast and you find the teachings there. Please try go through the podcast. You will get a lot of soul-lifting messages that... We bless you. Check through. Check through. I think total right now we have about 217 messages. Unfortunately, we lost some recently and um, it should have been more. I don't know what happened. We lost some teachings recently. We have about 217 messages. You can sit down and go through them and not be blessed. I'm telling you the truth. You can't sit down and listen to them and not be blessed. You can't. It's not possible. Take your time. Listen through 
listen through, listen through, and be blessed. Okay. We are looking at how to keep helpers. How to keep, how to preserve our God-sent helpers. We've looked at 10 reasons why many don't get help. We've looked at the mystery of help. We've looked at help in different angles. But now, there is also a crucial part we need to understand, which involves being able to preserve help. Being able to preserve help. If you receive help and the help is not duplicated, that does not look like help anymore. Because tomorrow you're going to have need. Tomorrow you're going to have need. And if you've lost all your helpers, automatically you get stranded. If you read the story, the account of the death, the burial of Jesus, you realize while he was alive, a man came to him called Nicodemus. Bible said he was one of the studions and rich men of the law. And he came to see Christ and asked him, how do I inherit the kingdom and all of that, 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 that. And Jesus told him, and when Jesus died, it was Nicodemus that brought every perfume they used for embalming. It was Nicodemus that brought every perfume that was used for embalming. So that means that Jesus kept contact with Nicodemus. He did not cast Nicodemus away, neither did he throw the contact away. So by the time he was to be buried, Nicodemus played a vital role in his life. Are you following now? So a lot of us, we just throw people away and tomorrow we realize that we need them. We realize that we need them. There are some people now who are in a situation and you are now looking for something and the person that can help you is somebody you had fought with. The person that can help you is somebody you had insulted. The person that can help you is somebody who you have broken tiles with in a very wrong manner. Now, if I can get this scripture, I will love it. Exodus chapter 18. Let's go from um, verse 16. Exodus 18 from verse 16. That will be our key scripture. And let's run through the point. We're going to read down to 20. Exodus 18, 16 to 20. Exodus 18, 16 to 20. I always tell us, live people's life in a way that if there will be need for you to go back again, you will not have to go and kneel down to apologize. Exit people's life in a way that if there will be need for you to go back to them, you will not have to go and kneel down or need to carry elders to go and apologize. 
It makes life easy for you. Nobody knows it all. Nobody has it all. You might be in a better position tomorrow and that person will now be in a better position than you tomorrow. So don't feel you are better now so you can cast everybody off. Now let's run through this because look at this. When, um, when they have a matter, no, Exodus chapter 2, Exodus chapter 2 from 16 to 18. Exodus chapter 2, not Exodus 18. Exodus chapter 2 from 16 to 20 rather, not 18. Exodus chapter 2. All right. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away. So this is not the first time they've been going through this kind of harassment. But that day, something happened. The Bible said, and, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flocks. Their father was a priest. You can call him a prophet or an apostle or so ever. But they kept going through a particular disadvantage that in this case now, prayer was not needed. All they needed was an helper. To, they were all females. The people that were confronting them were male. They needed a man to be able to stand for them to confront their confrontations. Now, there was no man among them. Their father was old and is a priest that didn't have need to fight. So Moses helped them and stood up and helped them and watched their flocks. And when they came to ruin their father, he said, how is it that ye are come so soon today? Like I told us last time, one of the things helpers do in your life is to give you speed. What you would have achieved in 10 years, when helpers come, it can happen in five years. Let's give an example. Let's say Mausenam is building a house. And this house is building, it would have taken her five years. And suddenly, um, she meets um, Nanajwa, and Nanajwa said, what do you want? said, I'm building a house. How much do you need to finish the project? So, um, I need like um, 200,000 Ghana cities. And so, how long? She said, okay, if I calculate based on my salary, um, it will take me the next um, five years to finish the house, except I go and take a loan. And Nanajwa brings out the money cash and gives it to Mausenam. That house can finish in the next two months. Listen, what make people do building projects for one year and two years is poverty. You can build house in three months. What make people build house in, in 10 years, five years, eight years is poverty. You can build house in three months, solid structure. It will be strong. You can build house in three months. You can build house in six months. Nice duplex. Five bedroom, seven bedroom duplet in six months, well structured, it will still be fine. It's poverty that makes people build one house. There are some that their own is so bad. Their grandfather started the foundation, he died. Their father came, took the foundation, gone to little level, and roofed it. He was about to wire it, he died. Now the son is the one wiring the house and looking for how to put ceiling for the past eight years. Window crack, they've not done window. They only use um, cutting to cover the window like that 
for the past eight years, they are still on three generations is building one house. That's what poverty can do to you. I pray for somebody here. May you receive help. May you receive help. May you receive help. The help that will bring you speed and acceleration. Receive help. Receive help. Home and abroad. Receive help. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. All right. Can you repose the last part of that scripture for me? 19 and 20. All right. Look at the last part. And they said, an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherd and also drew water enough for us and water the flocks. So you see a lot of things helpers can do in your life. They can help you. They can deliver you. They can hasten your life. A lot of things. Verse 20, look at what the father said. And he said unto his daughters, Where and where is he? Why is it that ye have left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. So what the father was saying is, if we received help, by the man meeting you people outside. If this man come to the house, then we will get more help. Many of us don't know how to keep helpers. Many of us don't know how to maintain helpers. Many of us have the use and dumb character. If somebody helped you yesterday, they can't help you now, you will disconnect from them. If somebody help you now, they can't help you tomorrow, you will throw them away. Everybody that comes your way must not give you money. Every young man that come your way must not marry you. There are some young men that come your way right now. God sent them to sponsor your wedding. They are not your husband. But do you know what? Because you are blind, he's not, he's not saying anything. So you have, you have deleted his number. Because you are blind, you now, you are looking to go to bed. But this, the reason why this person is in your life, God brought this person that when it's time for you to get married, this one will be the one to sponsor your, your wedding. So we must be wise enough to discern people's assignments in our life. There are people that will never give you money. They will never give you money, but they will connect you to things and people that will give you money. So if you judge them by what you receive, you will lose them. All right. How to keep helpers in your life? Number one. Number one. Don't become a burden. Number one, don't become a burden. If you want to be able to maintain helpers, don't become a burden. Don't let people hate you because of your problems. Today, you need shoes. Tomorrow, you need pepper. Next tomorrow, you need the uh, oil. Next to only you, only you. Next tomorrow, you need onion. Don't let people hate you because of your problems. Don't become a burden. Proverbs twenty-five and seventeen. If I can get KJV and any other version, I will love it. Proverbs twenty-five and seventeen. Then Proverbs twenty-three verse seven. Get me those two scriptures. Don't let people hate you because of your problems. There's a way to receive help. There's a way to ask for help. There's a point help gets to. It becomes a burden. It becomes irritating. People now begin. There are some of you now. There are people you call now. They no more pick your call. They no more pick your call. 
There are people you go to visit and they say, tell them I'm not around. Tell them I'm not around. Some of you now, you are the one doing it to people. Look at this. Hey, madam, you keep meeting my scriptures today. Are we safe? Proverbs 25, 25 verse 17, not 18. Are we safe today? Proverbs 25 verse 17, the next one, Proverbs 23 verse 7. Look at this. Withdraw thy foot. If I can get another version, please help me. Withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house, lest he be weary of thee and so hate thee. This is your Bible. It's fine. No, it's fine. Can I get another version, please? It said, remove your leg from your neighbor's house. Boy, he gets weary of you. Every wisdom we need for life is in the Bible. The problem is that we don't study the Bible and we don't apply what we study. This thing was written over 2,000 years ago. Over 2,000 years ago. And God knew that this thing would be relevant eternally. If you can't get another version, that's fine. Then get me the other scripture, Proverbs 23, verse 7. Do I have only one admin online? Can't I get somebody else? That will help make my work easy. Withdraw thy foot from the house of thy neighbor so that they will not get tired of you and hate you. Listen, there are people you must not go back to for help twice. This one, they have not added since staying inside. They're giving me another scripture. Oh, God, help me. Okay. Don't wear out your welcome by, st by staying too long at the home of your friends. Or they may get fed up with always having you there and wish you hadn't come. Understand there are people that are okay you coming any day, any time, but there are people who are not okay. Don't wear out your welcome. Feel at home does not mean you should go and sleep in the bedroom. Because some people have some very funny character. You can just enter somebody's house. They will pick TV remote. They are changing channel. They are shifting the pillow. You met a pillow on the chair. You are rearranging the pillow. For what? You sat on the dining to eat. Immediately you are the one rearranging the dining. As who? As what? Feel at home does not mean take over the house. That's not what it means, though. Feel that you have entered the bedroom to go and pull your and take your bath. Proverbs 23, verse 7. He said, For he eated in, for he, he think, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So, he said, this one now is tired of you. He's telling you, oh, don't worry, eat. Don't worry, drink. Don't worry, don't worry. I hope I'm not eating too much. Don't worry. But in his heart, eh, he's tired of you. Like, what kind of person is this one? Don't you have food in your house? Don't you have house? Every time, every time, every time. He's telling you, don't worry, you eat and drink. Eat. But his heart is not with you. And TPT will put it this way. For as he thinketh within himself, so is he. He willing, he will grudgingly say, "Go ahead, 
and eat all you want. But in his heart, he resents the fact that he has to pay for your meal. Don't, don't become a burden if you want to be able to keep helpers for long in your life. Let me repeat what I said just now. There are people you must not go back to for help twice. Secondly, there are helps you must not also go back to people for twice. Number one, there are people you must not go back to for help twice. Number two, there are help you must not go back to some people twice. One of my mentors said something. He said, one of the help he will never give is to pay house rent. I didn't understand that thing until one day I understood it. Say to pay rent, number one. Number two, to pay, um, what is it called? Hospital bill of a woman that just gave birth. He said, I won't do. He said, the reason is because the woman did not get pregnant from the sky. A man impregnated the woman. And when you get pregnant, there is nine months notice for preparation. If your rent will expire, there is one, one year notice or whenever you paid your rent. So what happened within those times? What happened within those space? For full one year, money didn't come. It came. The problem is we always feel, oh, we can walk around it. Don't worry. Let's just do this. You know, just um, how much? One month is uh, 1,000. Uh, that means one year is uh, 12,000. Ah, don't worry now. We know what to do. So you begin to rigmaro, do other things with money. Before you know it, the one year had come. You have not even saved six months of a salary of your house rent. So right now, all you can depend on is prayer and who to beg. So we can start fixing our life right. We can start readjusting our life now. Like I said last time, a lot of us, what brings us into indebtedness is lack of planning and preparation. And we're going to be dealing with that topic more next month, as God help us. There are help you must not go back to some people twice. Once is enough. If you go twice, they will start hating you and disliking you. Instead of repeatedly going for somebody for food, for rent, why don't you develop a good business plan and start collect money from them and start fending for yourself? Instead of you going back to one person again and again and again and again and again for, oh, we don't have food, oh, we don't have money, oh, we have my children's school fee. My, why don't you develop a good business plan? I tell you the truth, that person that you keep running to for one particular help, one particular thing, if you bring a business plan that will make you not to come back again, they will help you. Because they also have other things to do. They want you to be free. Except the person is a slave master. Only a slave master wants you to keep coming back to them for one particular thing. Problem that a lot of people have is this. Somebody who keep begging or keep asking, being in need. Some it's not because you are begging because you want to beg. It's how situations are. But despite the reasons for the asking or being in the need, it does not justify that doing it repeatedly will bring embarrassment and insult to your life. So what some of us do, we need help, 
we go to the person, we get her help, and we get help. So now you've heard me say, develop a business plan. You that is looking for help of 100 CDs, we now go and develop a business plan of 50,000 Ghana CDs and bring it to the helper and say, help me. If it is you, will you help yourself? Okay, when you bring it, how much do you have? How much do you have out of the 50,000? You don't even have 50%. And you want somebody to carry that money and give you. You don't have 100 Ghana and you are bringing a business plan of 50,000. You are a thief or an armed robber, one of them. You belong there. Wisdom demand you look for a basic level where you can start and grow. Anybody who have not run a business successfully that is looking for huge capital is an armed robber. Anyone who have not run a business first successfully and suddenly developing a business plan with a huge capital plan is a fraudster. Because you are looking for somebody's capital to use to do to use to do experiment. By the time you fail, you will not say the word. Go start with something first. Develop it. If it is 2,000, if it is 5,000, oh pastor, my kind of business, Charlie, forget it. If your kind of business needs Ghana capital to start, look for another business and start. When you grow it, then go back to your kind of business. And this is why a lot of us are in low, in, in debt. We wake up, we have not tested the business, we've not done business before. Suddenly, what you want to do is Airbnb. Suddenly, what you want to do is real estate. Suddenly, what you want to do is car importation. This is somebody who have not been able to sell side mirror, sell car tire, sell engine oil and succeed, want to start car importation. Suddenly, go and take loan, import car, and import the wrong car. All the money get missing. All the money get lost. Right now, bank is on his neck and is looking for prayer. Nobody wants to be burdened. Understand this. Even you that is listening to me now, you agree with me. You don't want anybody to burden you. You don't want anybody to burden you. And everybody can be burdened. Forget it. Your mother, your father, your uncle, there's a level you get to. They will get burdened. Some, in fact, some will begin to offer you some stupid jobs because indirectly, they can't tell you that we are tired though. But they will tell you that we are tired without telling you we are tired indirectly and uh, why don't you come and start working in my farm they know that you have a degree you have masters why don't you come and start working in my farm all they are telling you that you have become a burden to me what is it you call for this you call for that you call for that why don't you come and start working in my farm i'm looking for housemaid do you have degree she knows you have degree i'm looking for housemaid i made a post yesterday that lean on me is not press me die. Hmm? Lean on me does not mean press me die. Lean on me only means rest on my shoulder. That I say rest on my shoulder does not mean you should use your leg and climb. You must use your brain. Use your brain. Number two, how to keep helpers. Always remain grateful. Get me Luke 17, 11 to 19. Always remain grateful always remain grateful always remain grateful there is this thing I'm, 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 i know there's no poor person here so i can use that term but there is this thing between poor people and ingratitude it is very common 
four people and ingratitude. It is very common, very common. You will help somebody who is poor, and after helping them, they will say, is that all? If you are not careful, you help on somebody, you say, the, li the little thing he did for me. What your father couldn't do, your mother couldn't do, all your family put together couldn't do. Somebody did it. You are calling it little. Can I get my scripture? My scripture has got me very slow today. It's very slow today. Luke 17, 11 to 19. And hear them make some nasty comments and you get shocked. And sometimes people that do this are those who give you everything. In fact, they wanted thousand, but they didn't tell in their hearts. They wanted money. And you give them, you had 150, and you give them 100. And they feel that you have more. So you didn't give them all. That's how they feel. Look at this. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. All right, 14. They're giving me 11 again. I need from verse 14 down. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go shoot thyself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back with a loud voice and glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. All right. 17, 18, and 19. We're reading down to 19. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. So you see, ten persons, and this is very common, very common in ministry. Yesterday, I had to reach out to a particular person who I hadn't seen online for a very long time. When the wife was in need of visa, very active, online, camp meeting, pew, 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 appearing. He got the visa, there was no job, very active, very active. After he got the job, he disappeared small. Suddenly, issues came, became active again, sending a seed, sending offerings, sending, ah, in my heart, I said, the way this person is doing is a media, I don't trust you. Before you know, um, what is it called? Um, they were looking for child. They became very active. Very active. The husband lost his job. They became more active. In fact, the man became more active than the wife. And suddenly, God did it. The wife got a visa, relocated to the husband. The wife got a job. The wife got pregnant. The husband got a job. I'm the one looking for them. I'm now the one looking for them. I thought something was wrong. Maybe they had some something. So I, I reached out. Are you okay? Oh, we are fine. We are fine. You poor are fine. There's nothing wrong. nothing wrong. I say, glory to God. This is the last time you will see my message till Jesus comes. This is the last time you will see my message till Jesus comes. That is how 
It, it happened to Jesus, so I'm not the first. It happened to Jesus. You know, only those who are into ministry here will understand what I'm saying very well. Some people don't know their church until they don't remember their church eh? when they have problem. Some will tell you, oh, my pastor can't do anything. But the moment God now opened their door, God now turned this around. They will not remember their church. So their church is good to showcase their prosperity. And you, that is the prophet, particularly when you are in the prophetic ministry, you are in the deliverance ministry, you are good for people to come and use to showcase their suffering. And when things are good, they are church where they go and showcase their prosperity. So sometimes you wonder why prophets charge money. May God not bring me to where I will begin to charge money in Jesus' name. Amen. Yesterday, I was talking with somebody who told me about a prophetic meeting where they charge $35 per prophecy. $35. You don't pay no prophecy for you. I was like, really? He said, yes. And looking at this kind of scripture, I'm not surprised. I don't blame the prophet. I don't. The fact that right now is over 350 Ghana cities, each person. So if we meet today, you must pay your $35. If we meet next week, you must pay your $35. You are not paying, forget it. That's not your seat. That's not your tithe. That's only for you to receive prophecy. So if you don't pay, if I see anything about you, I will not, I will not prophesy. Um, secretary, has she paid? No. Then you stay, stay your corner. Um, who has paid? Oh, yeah, give me the list. Let's begin to prophesy. So you don't blame them. Seeing this kind of, imagine 10 people that God blessed. 10 people, only one came back. Imagine the kind of pain that follows. What I told you last time was very true. Okay, Apostle Angela, reach out to me on WhatsApp. Let's talk, okay? Reach out to me on WhatsApp. Let's talk. So it hurts. It hurts. But at the same time, some of us just feel it is God that we are working for. So let's do it for God and be joyful. So that is just what keeps us going. Not like the thing is sweet. It hurts. You don't have WhatsApp. You only have Facebook. Okay, somebody should type my Facebook page or my Facebook account so that she um, reach out on Facebook. Okay. Please never become ungrateful to those that help you, all right? Those who helps you or those who have once helped you. Never become ungrateful. Never be the reason why they say, I will not help anybody again. Every man of God charging money, at a point, they were not charging money. Somebody or something made them begin to do it. Every man of God charging money, Every man of God charging money, somebody or something, make them start. It wasn't like that from the beginning. It wasn't like that from the beginning. I can count, I can count people who were looking for a child for long. They got pregnant. I didn't even know they got pregnant. After prayer, prayer, vigil and all of that, some got a job. I didn't even know they got a job. Do you know why? Because they don't want to pay tight. Yeah. I know people, the ones who needed visa, prayed, fasted, prayed, prophesied, did everything. It was through somebody else that I heard that they have gotten the visa. Till now, some has been like three years now, four years. For once, they've not messaged. And it is in the day when crisis will appear, suddenly they will now call 
on message. Somebody was messaging me yesterday. Oh, Papa, I'm sorry. Uh, forgive me. I know I've not been a good daughter. I said, you, you have not even been a daughter in the first place. Who told you you are a daughter? I've not been a good daughter. Forgive me. I just sent you uh, this, this amount of money. Pray for me. I said, you have not been a daughter first of all. I, I don't recognize as a daughter. Me, I will say it as it is. You're on your own. I've never recognized you as a daughter. So you're on your own. I'll pray for you, but I don't know you as a daughter. Because daughters don't behave the way you behave. There's a way sons behave. There's a way daughters behave. And there's a way strangers behave. So when you are a stranger, we treat you as one. When you are a son or a daughter, we also treat you as one. Never become ungrateful to those. There are some of you now, your heart is almost closing that you don't want to help people again. Your heart is almost closing that you don't want to help people again. Your heart is almost closing because of people that have hurt you. You help them, you give them, all right, no problem. I'll get back to you, Madam Angela, you're welcome. Your heart is closed. You've helped them, give them everything. They were the ones that backstabbed you. You see, backstabbing is not really so painful. What is very painful is when you turn your back and see the person that is holding the knife. Backstabbing is not painful. It's more painful when you turn your back and see the person holding the knife. That is where the pain is. Your best friend, your brother, your sister, your church member, your colleague at work is the one holding the knife. Listen, those that have won help you, they might have trouble. They might be going through things. Don't join people to fight them or mock them. Anybody you have ever eaten their food, drank their water, worn their clothes, slept in their house, they've, they've given you help at one time or the other, and they are in crisis. Don't fight them. Don't mock them. Because what you sow, you will reap. Listen, let me say this to you. There's nothing wrong if somebody helps you, and one year later, you still remember and feel grateful, and you call the person and you visit the person and say, thank you. I remember a woman that used to help me while I was in Kumasi. She happens to be the wife of a, one of the big men of God in Kumasi. But some way, somehow, she got connected to my ministry. And that God helped me in Kumasi. People were thinking I had some billion dollars somewhere, or I had something. That God helped me in Kumasi, that I did all I did, it was that woman. She started sending her tithes to me. She started, um, the children were sending their tithes to me and all of that. And God also used my ministry to bless them. But they helped me while God was using me to help them. Preserve the family, restore the family. The son who was done with school for years, no job, got a job. The daughter that almost ran mad, God restored and all of that. And they were helping me. So one day after I left um, Ashanti region, I was just sitting down and I was just reminiscing on my, my past life in Kumasi, how things were, were supposed to be very tough. But one woman stood in the gap and showed that my responsibility. And I called her, Ma, how are you doing? Oh, fine, Pastor, it's been long. I said, Ma, I'm calling to tell you thank you. She was like, for what? I said, I, I began to count the things one year ago, two years ago. The man was going like, ah, but Pastor, this is like one year ago. I said, yes, ma'am. If not for you, that season, things were so tough for me. I didn't go to her for asking. I didn't go to her to beg. She just, it was like God just positioned her like the raven that fed Elijah. 
she just she she could be she was able to discern when the church was in need she was able to discern when i was in need suddenly when we don't have food in the house she would just send the son say go and give that money to pastor she's not even aware she didn't come to church suddenly we need to pay church rent she would just send money and said give the son she send it to pastor suddenly the daughter will send money so after one year i called her i called her see now i send that message say ma thank you thank you for those days and you know what because of the heart of gratitude she keeps sending me money see now So Thanksgiving will actually open doors for you to receive more. It might take one year. It might be three months ago. As long as you know somebody was able to bring you out of a situation that you couldn't bring yourself out from, be grateful. Listen, if help was easy, you should have helped yourself. If help was easy, your father or your mother should have helped you. And somebody went out of their way. Sometimes, listen, eh? listen. Listen, sometimes people that help us, they give us everything that they had because of their heart. So don't feel the person that gave you 10,000, that means the person have 100,000. It's not always like that too. If you have been helping people, you know what I'm saying. Don't feel the person that gave you 1,000 have 10,000. It could be they have 1,100. It could even be that they have 500, but just because of how, how difficult your situation was, they have to go and borrow, and you are the one feeling ungrateful, thinking they had extra. You did that a dollar, and I gave you a dollar. Do you know if I had only a cent on me? One day, I was coming from work, years, years back while I was in Nigeria, and a young man stopped me on the road. I don't know whether he was fraud or genuine. Now, he's traveling to about four towns after me, and he, he lost his money and all of that. He can't go back home. I said, follow me. I didn't even wait to confirm. I said, follow me. That day, I closed from work. I've given all the cash to my secretary, so I was going home. I was even trekking home. I was walking home on foot which I could have taken a means of transport, but there was no cash. So I took him, got to a friend's shop, and I told the friend, please, I want you to borrow me money. I've forgotten how much now. I've forgotten how much. 500 naira or 1,000 naira. I can't remember. I said, borrow me money. And the guy was like, ah, you, you don't borrow money. Why are you borrowing? I said, don't worry. Just give me. And the guy gave me. I walked out. Where are you going? I said, don't worry, I'm coming. I left, walked back to the guy. I didn't take the guy to the shop. Walked back to the guy, gave it to him. Oh, thank you. God bless you. I said, bye-bye. You can go. God bless you. And the guy left. So that guy might even think, that's my shop. That, guy's my, that guy might think, I have uh, 10000 I have 100000 Not knowing I went to take loan just to make sure he transport back. Because me, at least, if I walk to my house, I could still walk for about 30 minutes. But where he was going to, even with car, it can take him like two hours. So people just see it and all of that. Yes, help is sacrificial. There is this joy you, you derive when you see people happy. Please, there's nothing wrong, even if it's one year later. Somebody saw you through school. Somebody while you were in school helped you. Somebody while you were in trouble helped you. One year later, two years later, five years, you remember. There's nothing wrong going back to say thank you. There's nothing wrong you sending a gift 
Somebody helped you while you were broke, while you were jobless. Now you have a job. You are receiving salary. There's nothing wrong. One month, buying a bag of rice, go to the family. Nothing wrong. Putting money in an envelope. I have a job now. Thank you for keeping me those days. I remember some time ago when we were sleeping outside. And it was around the docker, about 2013. There was this woman that sells Indomie, we buy Indomie from. And there was a period where we had no money. So we had to, sometimes we not we eat the Indomie, because that was the only meal we eat for the day, and the only way we can eat. So we eat the Indomie, and when we have money, we will go and pay. So while we were doing that, we lost our accommodation that day, and we had to leave to go sleep in church. So we have to move to go sleep in church. The woman was not around, and we were already eating Indomie of about, um, I can't remember, maybe 10 cities or 20 cities. So, Years later, about one year, no, about one year later, things became better for us. We were sleeping in church, but we could feed ourselves now. And I remember that ah, there was a woman that we ate her indomie, we didn't pay. And this woman helped us when we were hungry. And I told my friend, I said, let's go back and look for her. He was like, ah, we don't know the woman's name. We just said she must be at that point. We'll go back around 8 o'clock to look for her. He said, okay. So we went there about 8 p.m. in the evening. We got there. Lo and behold, she was still doing domain on that spot. So we got there. Um, what do you want? We said, madam, nothing. We came to see you. Okay. Is there any problem? We said, no problem. You gave us indomie some time ago, and we ate. We didn't pay you. We were supposed to pay, but we had issues and all of that. She said, she can't remember. I said, hold on. We began to... She shouted, hey, yeah, hey, Omo Niger, hey. After one year, you came back, I said, we didn't just come back. We are paying you three times of what you gave to us. You could see the joy in this woman's heart. It was not about the money we were giving to her. No, she was fine. She had even forgotten cry. She had forgotten. But the fact that we could still remember after one year, the woman was so excited. Don't be ungrateful. 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 Gratitude will open more doors for you. Number three. Number three. How to keep helpers in your life. Don't always be the receiver. Number three. Don't always be the receiver. Luke 6, 38 said, Give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. If you keep receiving help and you don't give help, you are a wicked person. Understand that your helpers need help also. They might not need the kind of help that you need. Maybe your problem is financial help. It could be that your helper needs somebody to be washing the car. It could be that your helper needs somebody to be clearing the grass. It could be your helper needs somebody to be walking the dog in the morning. It could be your helper needs somebody to be cleaning the house. Look for a way that you can also be of value to the person. Maybe the person is rich, rich enough that you know they don't need what you have and all of that. You can give back to the children. Come around, buy the children uh, gifts, buy them shoes, do things. Listen, it will go a long way to live. In fact, as a matter of fact, 
you want to touch the heart of a man, you want to touch the heart of the, a man, it is the wife and the children. You want to touch the heart of a woman, it is the children. You can send gift to the spouse. You can send gift to the children. You collect, 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 collect. You've collected for years. You've collected for once because you feel ah, your father is my helper. Your father is a millionaire. So it's not about what you are bringing. It's their hearts they are looking at. No wonder most of us no more get help. You go there and they tell you my father is not around. You go there, the man tell you, oh, I can't help you now. Come back tomorrow. Come back next year. Come back next two years. And suddenly, the doors have been closed. Listen, listen. When people help you, don't just say it's favor from God and begin to disregard and disrespect them. That might be the last and the only time you get help. And this is why a lot of us get help. And at the end of the day, help does not repeat itself again. We believe, oh, it's God that brought them. It's, God. it's true. It's the favor from God. It's God that brought them. But listen, you can maintain that door. Everybody has a door. Everyone has a door in their house. Do you know when you open, every door have what they call hinges, all right? The hinges makes the door to swing, all right? So when you open the door, it can swing back and lock by itself, or the wind can push and lock it. But there is something called, you can get a witch. You can get a stone. You can get whatsoever to witch the door from locking. Listen, every door of help that open to you, you can put a witch to keep that door continually open and you begin to receive help all the days of your life if you know what to do. I don't know if you got my illustration. Did you get it at all? Did you get it at all? Get me Act 20, verse 35. Give, give back to them. Give back to their children. Maybe you have somebody who happens to be your helper and the person is rich. One of the best times to show your gratitude, apart from any other thing you can do, is during festive season or during when they are celebrating. They lost, they're having funeral, their father died, their mother died, um, their birthday, um, all of that. Show up. Have you seen a matured man who is a big, a big man suddenly attending the birthday of a rich man's one-year-old son? So if you have attended that kind of birthday, somebody who you know is rich, the child is having one-year birthday. So you go there, you see rich men, you see billionaires you know in town. They are not there for the little boy. You. They are there to show their father that um, we are coming to give back to you. So by coming to say we are coming to see this little boy, we are still coming to keep ourselves in your heart that we care about your family. So tomorrow, if they want something, they can still get it. So the man, he came for my child's birthday. That guy is a good guy. He's a good guy. I had one billionaire talking about another person who came for, a, what is it called? Who came for the the mother's funeral and bought, uh, what is it called? What do they call it? The funeral clothes. That was the only thing that he saw. He happens to be um, the manager of the bank, director of the bank rather. So one of the staffs, one of the staffs came and bought the kente 
that they used for the funeral and all of that, dressed, sat down, made sure the man saw him. She, he was not having money to bring. But there were billionaires everywhere. But he made sure he appeared. Ah, you came and all of that. And after, he didn't know what happened. After the funeral finished, the person got promotion. Why? He came. The person that died is dead. But showing solidarity that I'm with you, I stand with you, I care about you, goes a long way for him. Let me tell you the truth. Lot of helpers don't have anybody to help them when they are in need. Lot of rich men don't have genuine friends because everybody comes to use them. So the moment you can show yourself friendly, they value you the more. Proverbs 20 verse 35, it says, I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, to remember the words of the Lord Jesus. How he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Most of us don't know this scripture. We only want to be at the receiving plot. But the Bible is saying that the one that gives is going to be more blessed than the one that receives. It is more blessed to give than to receive. You see, poor people have a very popular, too popular thing. They have two cliches. Oh, God bless you. Oh, see the way he helped that woman. Oh, see the way he paid that school fee. See the way he just gave that person. I don't know if in their bloodline people reject God bless you. I don't know. I don't know if in their when will you start having people for the people who are telling you God bless you? Or you think the prayer does not work? They always want to be at the part, oh, hey, let's clap for them. Ah, I did well, they will clap, 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 clap. Oh, God bless you. Oh, see the way he just supported the church. They are looking for those that will roof the church. This man just roof all. Oh, God will bless you. You think those prayers doesn't work? When will you be the one that they are blessing? And what I often hear is that, oh, pray for me, oh, when God bless me. Eh? Listen, anybody who cannot help with five Ghana cities, if you have 500,000, you will do it. Anybody that can't help, that can't give five cities, if you can't give $5, if you have $5 million, you can't give it. Because it's going to become even bigger and heavier in your eyes. Number four. Number four. If you want to keep receiving, you want to keep your helpers, how to keep helpers. Number four, help others. Help others. Help others. Same kindness you have received, do for others. If you read Second Samuel chapter 9, Bible said David woke up, woke up one day, chapter 9, verse 1. He said, Is there yet any left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for the sake of Jonathan? All David was saying, Jonathan gave his seat for me. I'm willing to help any other person in the family because I have once received. It's my time now to give back. Help others. Matthew 18. Let's take it quite long, so make it fast for me. Matthew 18. 23 to 34. Help others. Listen, it's not payback. 
when you are helping other people because you receive the help, is not payback. Don't stop the flow of kindness. Just don't stop the flow of kindness. Let it go around. Let it go around. How come when it got to your turn, kindness stopped flowing because it got to your turn? Let's read, look at this story very carefully. Follow this story. We are reading from verse 23 down to 34. All right. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which, were, which owed him 10,000 talents. But for as much as he had not paid, he had not to pay, sorry, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and children and all that he had, and payments be made. What a debt. All right, let's go, let's go. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. So you see, he didn't just let him go. He said, okay, don't pay again. Since you have now come to lie down, prostrate, to uh, say you can't pay for now, just let him go, don't pay again. Look at this from verse 28. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. He, what he was owing in his own days was 10,000. Now somebody was owing him 100 pence. Look at what he did now. And he laid hands on him and took him by the truth, saying, Pay me that thou owest. Let's go. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not. For he went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debts. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Let's go 32, 33, and 34. Then his Lord, after he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgive thee all the debts because thou desirest me. Shouldest not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servants, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wrought and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So you see how we behave. You see how human beings are. You were owing 10,000. You were forgiven and the death was cancelled. Somebody was owing you hundred. You choked the person to the truth and put the person in prison. That is how we are as humans. Why not extend the same kindness that you received to another person? Listen, if you are not happy anytime you are able to clean people's tears, something is wrong with you. If you don't derive joy in making people happy, there's something wrong with you. Proverbs 21 verse 13. Like I said earlier, helping other people, it is not payback. You are not paying back. You are not paying back. You are not paying back. Just don't stop the flow of kindness. Let the kindness spread around.
who so stopped his ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry himself, but shall not be heard. So the young man's story we just read is an example. He cried, somebody heard him. Somebody has cried, he closed his ears and put the person in prison. This time the, the master did not just put him in prison. The Bible said he gave him to tormentors, beat him every day. Anyone that shut their ears at the cry of the poor, he also shall cry and nobody will hear him. So these are part of the reasons why a lot of us pray without getting answers. Because we believe that only prayer is all we need. Not knowing that giving to those in need can also help us come out of our difficult situation. You are a believer. You, you claim to be a believer. You are the one that doesn't work in church. You are the one that doesn't pay tight. You are the one that doesn't is not consistent in your offering. You are the one that doesn't help the poor. You are the one that doesn't... Nothing. Listen, as God bless you, as God bless you, after your tithe, after your seed, in case you know, your tithe is not your seed. Your tithe is a commandment and a commitment to God, 10%. Some people, once they give tithe, they are done. No seed. They don't give seed. Not knowing the seed is what now brings the next harvest, not the tithe. As God bless you, every month start to set aside what you will use to help people. Every month, 10% is my tithe. I will give um, 2% as seed for the month or 5%. I will remove 2% to help somebody every month. Every month, 2% of my salary is to help someone. Every month, 5%. As the Lord keeps lifting you. Listen, there is a way you will live your life. Eh? Maybe your family, people rise and fall, rise and fall. You will rise, you will never fall. That's what I'm giving you the strategy to right now. You will rise, you will never fall. They will look for how to pull you down. They will never find it. Set out a percentage. Set out a percentage. Every month, every month, I'll be looking for a widow to help. Every month, I'll be looking for a school a school child to pay the school fee. Every time, I'll be paying the child's school fee. Every month, I'll be looking for somebody struggling to help. Every month, I'll look for a, a church to help. Every month, I'll look for a man of God to help. Just look, create a system. The moment we pay tight, we feel like someone cannot pay tight. They will receive help. And I look at them, I laugh. They will receive help. They will receive, ah, oh, thank God. Somebody has helped me. They will pocket the tight. I look at them and I smile. So most of them come back to me after months. Pastor, pray for me. Things are hard. I look at them. Why wouldn't things be hard? You just broke the flow of kindness. This is not about kindness. Your tight, first of all, your tight is an obligation. Is a principle. You just broke the flow of, of that principle. You just broke the flow of kindness and you expect it to come back. It doesn't come. Money is called currency for a reason. Currency is taken from the word current. And what do current flow? If you cut off current, light will go. So you want to get the constant flow, you must let it go at a particular time. You must let it go. If it is not flowing, if it doesn't go, it cannot come back. If it does not go, it will not come back. It won't. That is why the Bible said, there is one that gathereth and become poor. There's another that gives and yet becomes rich. Because that one understands the language of currency. We can make our life easier 
but we, we are not wise. So we keep making our life difficult. Number five, number five, we are looking at how to keep helpers in your life. Number five is accountability. Accountability. Lots of us are very guilty on this one. Accountability. You collected money from school fee from somebody. It could be your auntie or whatever, uncle, they helped you. You collected money for rent from somebody. Medical bills for whatever help you collected. Did you let them know by the time you paid what you, you, you took money for? Oh, I need money for school fee. I need money for bill. I need money for um, this. I need money. Did you? Oh, look at the receipt too. I have paid. Listen, integrity is beyond what we think integrity is. The person might not demand it. The person might not ask. No, no, no. They might not ask. They might not even remember. But listen, you can create your life in a way eh, that people will trust you beyond trust. They did not ask for it, but it is necessary. Because tomorrow, if you need help, you go back again. The question in their heart is, how am I even sure? The money that they came for and said it's for house rent, and they collected the money, how am I sure that it's for rent? How am I sure he even paid the rent? How am I sure it's not something else? How can somebody send you money? Since the day you received the money, you did not get back to the person that you have received a lot since two months now. Somebody sent you help. Somebody gave you help. You needed money. Oh, I need help me. Person sent the money. It's been two months, three months, one year. You did not call them back. Oh, I've received the lot. Oh, no accountability because you feel, oh, I asked for it and I said that they have sent it. Some cry, you will be the one to call them. Have you received the money? And they will just, in a very lax, one kind, they will, I don't even know the word to use. You see that laxity? Oh, I, I received it. They wouldn't call back. They wouldn't message you. Somebody was in need. Was it? I can't remember. I think so. the person was in need of something and I went there and gave the money to the person. The person wasn't there. So I gave the money to somebody to drop the money when they come, give this money. The person did not work for me, did not do any. I drove my car, went there, dropped the money. Do you know what happened? When I left, the, the person came, took the money, began to flash me. The person began to flash me. The person began to flash me. Flash me, flash me, sir. Flash me, sir. No, the person was not in need. I was led. The person was not, I was just led to give, I was just praying. I thought I should give the person money. So I went there, gave the person money. This money could buy credit that the person will use for one year. So I went there, gave the money to the person. It wasn't that I dropped the money with the husband. The person began to flash me, flash me, flash me. So I called back. Oh, oh, thank you. I saw the money you brought. Oh, thank you. In my heart. You are, I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm done. You are not, no. Even if God talked to me, cry, I'm done. I'm done. I saw the money you be sent. Oh, God will bless you. God will favor you. Listen, eh? listen. Don't pity every poor person, you know. Some of them, what kept them where they are is their nonsense attitude. Don't pity every beggar. Don't pity every poor person. Their attitude kept them where they are. 
I've seen people, I've seen behavior, I've seen character. Their attitude is what kept them where they are. So you see them, oh, where's the uncles now? Where are the aunties? Where's everybody? This woman, doesn't she have children? If you know what the children have done, if you know what the kind of insult they have received, there is, listen, human being is not wicked. Apart from demonic attacks, people will naturally want to help you. Apart from demonic attacks, people will naturally want to help you. But there are people you have helped and helped, and the way they have behaved, eh, they don't deserve another help. They don't deserve another help. Try to raise money for you to pay rent. Try to raise money for you to start business. It was not low, no. They raised money for you, and you didn't pay tight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, a principled church will never help you again. They raised money for you to start business. Raise money. It was, they raised it for you. You didn't pay tight. A principled church, we, you will never receive, because this one have already invited Devara to themselves. It does. I had a, a time in in my life. I said, okay, I was not having so much. I said, okay, I want to help. I had a lot of people in church who were not working. Okay, we're going to be giving capital of this amount to everybody. Start a business. I look at it. So, what do I do if I let them to just have it? How do I monitor them? So, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I will give you six months to one year. Tell me the one convenient for you. Return the capital. In my heart. I had no plan of taking the capital. I said, okay, return the capital. We will give it to another person to start. You, as God lifts your business, either you employ somebody in church or return the capital, use your profit to grow, and we'll give it to... Can I shock you? The first set of people I give the money to, all of them ate the money. The first set of people I give the money, all of them, None of them returned. None of them. They, some didn't even do the business. Only one said she did, and the business didn't close and all of that. No, it didn't close. She stopped by herself. None of them. That was how the scheme died. That was how he died. So when you see people suffering, don't always conclude that, oh, where is God? Why is that? Some of them are stupid and wicked. The father could not give you money for business. Somebody gave you money for business. And at the end of the day, you killed it. Listen, if you take loan for business, don't tight. I've told you this before. You take loan, you know you have to pay back. Don't tight. It is loan. It's called loan. You can only pay tight from your profit. By the time you begin to make profit, out of your profit, and now pay tight. From your capital, don't pay tight. Except is you have a faith for that. You have the faith and it's a revelation you got. That is different. But if it is a loan, don't. But this one now, church just came together. Um, somebody came together and contributed money. Oh, take it to start. And you can't remove 10%. I don't know how you want to go far. I don't know. I don't know how you want to go far. I don't know. I don't know. How can somebody be paying your school fee? They have never seen your result. Somebody is paying your school fee, paying your hostel. They have never seen your result one term, one semester. They've never seen your result. How do you want your help? How do you want the help to come? Most of us, we are the demon chasing us. We are the accountability is lacking in our life. We are the demons chasing us. Somebody gives you a business connection and things are working. You can't even go back and give a report. 
you are afraid if they now know i'm making profit they might collect the money if the person wanted the money it wouldn't have connected you now with your small mind your small mind genesis 39 1 to 7 this is 39 1 to 7 is somebody being blessed this morning Let me get my scripture. Genesis. All right, look at this. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down Tira. Verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. How can you see? <laughs> How can you say somebody that is sold for slavery is a prosperous man? We'll talk about that another day. God is just so beautiful. All right. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. Let's go. T7. And Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. And he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put into his hands. You see this now. Committed everything. Verse 5. And it came to pass from, from that time that he had made him overseer in his house. And all over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in the house in Joseph's hand, and he knew not what he had, save the bread which he eat. And he left all that he, he eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well-favored. And it came to pass after these things that Joseph must have, okay, let's forget that part now. So you see, let's get to verse 21 now. We're going to read from verse 21 down to 23. So you see that the, the master saw there's not just because God was, was with him, all right? Not just because God was with him, but the master saw the sense of accountability. The master saw the sense of accountability. The master saw the sense of accountability. Whatever he committed to him, it was always complete. So the boss keep giving more things to him. Are you accountable? The last money they gave to you to keep, when the owner came to collect it, half was already missing. Oh, sorry, I just used your money. Um, I will complete. How dare you? Let me repeat what I said. Without apology. 
Somebody said to me, yeah, you look very quiet on your face, but the kind of things that come out of your mouth sometimes, eh, they are very heavy. The truth has no, there's no nice way to say the truth. Bible says the truth in love. Sometimes love needs slap. Yeah. It says who the father loveth, he chastised. So sometimes some love need to come with slap. I love you. I will give you para. It's not sweet, but it's a sign of love. Take it. And so there are, listen, many people are suffering not because there are no helpers. Stupidity. Stupid lifestyle. Wickedness in their hearts. No integrity. No integrity. Let's read the other part of that scripture. It said, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was a doer of it. So you see again, everything was being committed to the hand of Joseph again. There was no record that Joseph was not playing game. Hey, you see, I'm not the one in charge. So now we will rationalize the food. Anybody that does not please me will not get food. Before you can get food, then you must be team Joseph. You, if you are team this one, you will not get food. Okay, I have the key to the prison door. I can help you escape. I can help you. No, there was nothing. He was just straightforward that prison warders will come. They will go and sleep. Well, do you know why? A prisoner was there taking care of other prisoners, even those that have planned to run, we tell them, don't run, don't worry. You will soon go. You will soon go. Don't worry. If you run now, they will catch you. I could have opened the door for you, but it will help you. Come down. And he was there helping them. He was there helping them. He was there helping them. If it was you, if it was you, if it was you, before you come out of that prison, you would have become a billionaire and you will call it favor. The food that was supposed to be for prisoners, you will sell it. You will sell it. You will sell prisoners' food. You will sell it. And when you come out, you come and give testimony. Praise the Lord. What the enemies meant for evil. God, I've turned it for my good. Pray, 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 pray. Hmm. Everybody know I was in prison, right? Yes, we know. I was in prison. God now opened a business. Which business? Business key you there. Which, which kind of business? Business key you there. Selling prisoners' food, they're calling it business. Wicked human beings. Wicked people. There are some of you now, where you work, you have seniors who are dealing with you. You are not happy about it. But let's wait let's, so that you become a senior. Let's wait till you become a senior. No, let's wait till. Let's wait till you become a senior. You will do worse. You will do worse. You will do worse. First student were sitting down talking about how their lecturer was being hard on them. Wicked. The one said, let, let's just finish school. Let me become a lecturer. What are we do to students? Eh? And the other ones asked him, say, what we are going through now, we are going through pain. We are supposed to come out and make the ways of others easy. But rather you are planning to come out, become a lecturer. And you see, you see people that we get into political offices in Africa. Huh? They look nice and calm before they enter, promising. The moment they enter the seat, they become scorpion. Listen, it's not the seat that changed them. They were like that before. They were so before. They knew what they would do. They knew. They knew. Please, accountability matters. 
accountability matters. If you want to keep receiving help, you want to keep your helpers, be accountable. Be accountable. I shared a story last time. A young man that walked up to me and said he needed help. And I gave him. He told me one, uh, one week. That was in July. This Till now, till now, we are still in one week. Till now. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, ow. Um, he just became sick. Oh, he gave the money. His friend's child they was sick. And I gave the money to their friend's child. Um, he now gave, and, uh, so tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, everybody, every, what you are is inside of you. That's why somebody said that never trust a poor man. There are three things that reveal the character of people. There are three things that reveal the character of people. Number one is money. Number two is power. Number three is position. When people get money, money will only amplify what you have inside, just like for stenotypes. Oh, since he became rich, and I became proud. No, he was proud. No poor man is humble. What, what will make him proud? There is no humble poor man. It does not exist. No poor man is humble. He not did. No poor man is humble. Until they are rich, you will now know if they are still humble. Let them enter power. Number, number six, don't expose them to some friends. If you want to be able to keep some helpers, don't expose them. To some friends. Don't expose them to some friends. Don't expose them to some friends. There are friends you carry your helpers to. They will not become the one being helped by your helper, and your helper will block you. Psalm 55, 10 to 14, if we can get that scripture. If you want to keep some marriage don't let your friends visit your house. If you want to keep some marriage, some friend must never be close to your husband. Some friend must never be close to your wife. Be free at your own risk. If you want some relationship to lead to marriage, you must never introduce some of your friends and family to your, your, your fiancé. Never. Else you will never get married. The next wedding card you will see is your fiancé wedding your best friend. That's when your eyes will get open. Recently, a woman gave birth in the UK and decided to bring the younger sister from Nigeria to come and stay with them to help take care of the child. One year after, the husband wedded the younger sister and divorced the woman. Not movie, true life story. The husband divorced the woman, wedded the younger sister. She's alive. Oh, the sister didn't die. Alive. Let's read scripture. Some of you don't know how you are not, you are not wise. 
you are free with everything exposing everything everybody all your friends know your you know your your guy all your friends know your the girl you want to get married. no wonder all your relationship no one has led to marriage it's not demon it's lack of wisdom day and night they go about about it upon the walls thereof mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it wickedness is in the midst thereof deceit and guile depart not from her streets verse 12 for it was not an enemy that reproached me then i would have borne it neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me then i would have healed myself from him all right let's go 13 but it was thou a man my equal my god and mine acquaintance we took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of god in company the person we went to church together that i told this is my boyfriend is the one that is getting married to my boyfriend now a lady took the friend they, they were they, they have they were on, on campus took their friend and went to visit uh, a boyfriend so they went there the guy was rich had his car doing well and when they finished they left and when they left the lady was not getting call from the boyfriend anymore mind you a different city all right let's say somebody living in Kumasi now took their friend to Accra to go and see the boyfriend they stayed for like two days and they left the moment she came back the guy was no more picking the car after one week the guy the girl will call the call will ring same message he will read it no response and all of that ah one month passed, two months passed, three, what's going on? The lady traveled, went to see the guy. When she knocked, 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 called and called, no peak, the phone was ringing inside. When she knocked, 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 do you know who opened the door? Her best friend that she went with to see the, the boyfriend was the one that came to open the door, wearing the guy's t-shirt and the guy's bosses, and asking her, what are you doing here? That is what her friend was asking her. What are you doing here? So be, be unwise. Be introducing all your helpers. Continue. Be introducing all your helpers. Continue. A man of God said he took, a man of God came to him and said, please, I'm traveling to this country. Do you know any church I can preach there? He said, okay, I'll give you five churches for you to preach there. In South Africa, sent him there. He said, this church, this church, big churches. Say, go there. Tell them it's me. I will call them. He called all the men of God. Say, one of my friends is coming to preach. He said that was the last time all of them took his call. The moment the guy went to preach for them, that was the last time they took his call. That was the last time they called him. That was the last time they allowed him to come and preach in their church. What did the guy tell them when he got there? You needed help. Somebody, you needed one door, one open door. Somebody opened four doors for you. And you got there, shut all the doors. And the guy was going to preach for them every year. The one that was given opportunity, every time he was going there to preach. But the one that gave him the opportunity, everybody shut the door against him. He couldn't go there to preach anymore. What did he tell them? What did he tell them? Be careful. Be careful. I'm not teaching you to be... Um, um, how do I put it? To become hostile to a relationship and all of that. All I'm saying is be private a little. Be private a little. Be private a little. There are helpers you introduce to your friends. And you will lose the helpers and lose your friends. I gave a quote some time ago 
Don't tell people how God buttered your bread. They will collect the butter. They will collect the bread. They will collect the buttered bread. They will look for the baker. They will kill the baker. They will burn down your bakery. You will now realize that life is different. Listen, anybody that envy what you have, don't keep them close. Anybody, get me Proverbs 27 verse 4. Anybody that envy what you have, don't keep them close. Keep them far. Whoever that you see, you prosper, you buy clothes, they are jealous. You are dating, they are jealous. You guide a car, they are jealous. Your business is doing well, they are jealous. Don't bring them close. Can we Proverbs 20, 27 verse 4? Don't keep them close. Whoever that have access to you, and they keep asking questions about you from people around. Don't keep them close. Don't keep them close. Also, give me verse 6. Give me verse 6. It said, Rot is cruelty, and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? Envious people, very, very wicked, very silent, silent, poisonous people. Faithful are the wounds of an of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Before an enemy can kiss you, then they have pretended to be your friend. Before an enemy can kiss you, they have pretended to be your friend. Anybody that have access to you, they have your phone number, both of you talk and, and all of that. And you start hearing things. They start asking people around about you. Keep them far. Don't bring them close. Keep them far. Hello, hi, hello, hi. Don't bring, they should never enter your house. They shouldn't know your private life. They shouldn't. You are, that, you are, you are a serpent. Imagine my husband is my friend and she's also a friend to Philomena and I'm calling Philomena. Um, 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 where's my husband? How is she doing? I learned that she have now uh, bought a house. What color is the house? And after that, I'll now come and say, how are you doing? Are you okay? I hope you are fine. Or we met at work. Or we'll talk and all that. But I keep going behind. Go and ask her friend. Uh -huh. I learned she bought a car. What color is the car? The tire. What is the tire? Uh -huh. She bought the car. Okay. I learned she gave birth. How is the baby? Is it tall or short? Such person, push them far. They will kill you under your nose. They will kill you. Anybody that have access to you, but keep asking things around you, behind you, don't bring them near. Don't, don't, if you try it, you will be the one to pay. If they can't come to ask you, they are up to something now or later. If they cannot come to stand and ask you by to your face, there is something they are up to, either now or tomorrow, you will regret it. Because most of us, we see these signs in people and we neglect the signs and we carry them close. Tomorrow, by the time they sting you like a serpent, you will now begin to say, oh, why me? Because you were not wise. Because you were not wise. How do you have access to me? You know me. You have my number. We talk. But yet you are asking people about me. Come on. We can't be friends. Number seven. Number seven, how to keep helpers. Don't be entitled. Don't be entitled. It is called help, not 
salary or wages. It is called help. It is called help. It is not salary. It is not wages. Help is not a right. One of the signs that you are entitled, that you have entitlement spirit, is that you get angry when people cannot help you. One of the signs that you have entitlement spirit, you ask for somebody for help, you say, sorry, I can't do anything now, then you will get angry. Did you give me money to keep? Did you, did, did you give me money to keep? Tell me, did you give me money to keep? If help is easy, why don't you help yourself? Why don't you help yourself? You didn't call your father. You didn't call your mother. You didn't call your grandfather. You didn't call your grandmother. You called me. You needed help. And okay, I tell you I don't have now. And you get angry. As what? Explain now. As what? Uh, but I just saw you. You just bought uh, new clothes. You just rented new house. You just rented this thing. And you are telling him, is it your money? Listen. Don't let, there are people who I call emotional kidnappers. Yes, we will get the repost. Emotional arm robbers. Don't let them get to you. Emotional arm robbers. Don't let them get to you. They will, they will emotionally, emotionally destroy you that you will succumb to their stupidity. Oh, so you will help me if I die now. It's on you. Actually, if you die, I've not been to funeral for long. If you die, I will come for one. If you look at the funeral, oh, so I should do what? Somebody sent a message and said, I need help. That's the thing I've sent another follow-up message. You don't want to help me. You don't want to reply me. If I die now, it's your, it's your, it will be on your neck. Oh, I saw you just bought a car and you don't want to help me. Ask what? Die. I've not gone to funeral for long. It's been long I went to funeral. Very long. I think almost three years now, two years. Very long. So if I attend one again this year, before this year close, it, I think it won't be a crime. I will even eat rice. The one I went like, I didn't eat rice. I will not eat rice and eat willy in this one. Or I even tried kinky for the first time with, uh, what do they call it, some asana. I don't like local food, but for your sake, I will not eat local food. What kind of stupidity is that? If I die now, it will be on you. Ask what? Where's your father? Where's your mother? You know, some of you, what I'm telling you now, you won't take it serious until the day they will now set you up. That's when your eyes get open. Bible said it clearly. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, if you read from verse 10 to 13, it said, he that walk not should not eat. He that walk not should not eat. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, read from 10 to 13. The, he that walk not should not eat. You shouldn't eat. Don't, listen, don't use because of help to raise laziness in people. Most of us are too emotional. We are not principled. Some of you have made your younger brothers to become lazy. My siblings, my own siblings, you get money from me, you don't say thank you. That's, that's the last. The next time you need money, go to your father. That's the last. My own siblings, my own, my own siblings. Go to your father. You didn't work for it is help. Because if I open that door for them, they will do the same thing to other people. They feel entitled to it. Entitlement breeds laziness. Entitlement will breed laziness. 
and laziness will lead to armed robbery, prostitution, and all of that. The reason why a lady who says I cannot pay rent, I want to go and look for who, who to sleep with to pay rent, is laziness because she feels there's nothing in her brain. The only thing she has is private part. It's not even private again now. That's become a local, a local assembly part. It's no more private. It's not for local assembly. You use it to pay rent, use it to buy phone, use it to pay school fee, use it to um, do whatsoever. The, the kind of people I pity is the kind of person that will marry such kind of person. That's the person I pity. Because this one now has now resorted to if things become difficult, then I have what I can use to get what... They, their brain is no more working. They are now using something else. They've knocked the engine in their brain. So the day they are married to you and things are hard, just get ready. They are going for somebody else. Just be ready. They are going for somebody else and you will be there. Entitlement to make people lazy. Never sponsor laziness in people. If God has placed you in the place of being a helper to people, listen, don't help ungrateful people twice. Anybody that's ungrateful, entitled, and unproductive, don't help them twice. You help somebody once, help them twice, they didn't come that to say thank you. Don't do the third one. Anybody who feels they deserve help, don't do the second or the third one. Anybody you help, you help them. Oh, I want money for business. You give them the money, they kill the business. You give them money when they kill the business. Stop. Stop. Don't don't do it. If you do the third one, you are a fool. You are a fool. Proverbs 13, verse 11. Pro, give me Proverbs 13, verse 11. Ungrateful people entitled people, unproductive people, don't help them twice. If you go beyond twice, don't do the third one. Don't do the third one. When they come, tell them you can't do anything. Somebody's having a rent issue. You pay the first one for them. From the day you pay to the next one year, it's enough for you to calculate that you have to start planning what to do about your rent. You are looking for job in Bank of Ghana. And the job that is available is in the bank of your village. So you remain jobless, your one year expire. Why don't you go and work in the bank in your village so that you can pay your rent for now? And they, some people, they like nice house. See, those, those entitled lazy people, they like nice things they can't afford. They like it. And yet you can't meet up. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished. But he that gathered by labor shall increase. This is what happens to lazy people. When you give them things, they, they get it freely. It will, they will scatter it. If they labored for it, eh, they will be careful. The big girl went to a restaurant and after eating, gave the lady a hundred dollar and the lady brought the change back. The first time he took all the money and left. The second time he dropped one dollar bill. And one day, the lady called him and said, are you not big? He said, yes. He said, why are you stingy? He said, what do you mean? He said, your son comes here to eat, and he gives us $100 tip. And he told him, he said, I'm not Bill Gates' son. I am Bill Gates. My father is a nobody. I don't know if you understand. My father is a nobody. I labored to where I am. But my son does not understand how I labored. So he can do the tips he want to do. For me, dear, I labored for it. I'm not Bill Gates, so I'm the Bill Gates. My father is a nobody. But for him, his father is a billionaire, so he can misbehave. He can misbehave. Let me repeat the last statement I made. If God has placed you in the place of being an helper, don't help 
ungrateful, entitled, and unproductive people more than three times. Don't try it. Let them go with their problem. Let them say you are wicked. No problem. People have called me names because I refuse to give them help again. No problem. Safe journey. The last one, number eight, is prayer. Prayer. If you want to keep your helpers, be a person of prayer. The enemies can manipulate helpers out of your life. The enemies can remove the focus of your helpers from you. That a good man can become a bad man to you. Remember, your enemies are never happy that you are receiving help. They are not happy. They are not happy. So you must be able to pray to protect the source of your help. While you do every other thing, understand there's also the spiritual part. Pray that their hearts remain open to you and you always find favor continually in their sight. Two prayer you must always pray concerning people is that their hearts be, be open to you continually. Number two is that you should always find favor in their sight because if their heart is closed, their hands will also be closed. Before somebody can open their hand to you, then their heart is open. If their heart is closed, their hands will be closed. Their door will be closed. Their business will be closed. Everything about them will be shut against you. Proverbs 20, 21 verse 1 said that the heart of the king is in the palm of the Lord. Like the rivers of water, he turneth it wherever he will. So always pray that the heart of men should be open to you. Always pray. Always pray that you find favor in their sight. Else, you're going to realize that you struggle maintaining helpers. People help you once. Some will even promise you they will not help. Some will help you once. You will never get help anymore from their life. Life is all about skills. Life. Life is all about skill. Learn the skill of life. 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 We are praying in prayer. We're praying in prayer. The Father, I will no more lose valuable people. Help me to keep and maintain valuable people in my life. I will know more. Two prayers in one. Our time is already out. I will no more lose valuable people. Listen, if all I've said this morning, you are angry. I'm sorry, but it's a sign that there's something wrong with you. All right? The reason why you are angry is actually because you are guilty of this thing. And maybe your helper is online. So you feel, I've now spoiled your business. No problem. Go and repent. It's simple as ABC. Go and repent. Go and repent. Go and repent. No, that's it. If you're angry, it's a sign that you are guilty. And your helpers are here. So I block your door. So they will not help you again. Go and repent or lack help. Courtesy by Pastor Norbert. Yeah, me, I don't even want their vest money. Because it's your vest and go. I don't want their money. People are wicked. People are wicked. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus. As I pray this morning, say, Lord, help me. Help me to keep valuable people. 
Help me to keep important people in my life. I will no more lose helpers. I will no more lose valuable contacts. Help me to keep them in the name of Jesus. Lift your voice in prayer now. 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 I will no more lose valuable people. I will no more lose valuable people. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me to keep strategic contacts, strategic connections, valuable men and women, men of substance, men of impact. I will not lose my helpers anymore. Malabarada shatigrahasis. Oh, Rabadasis. In the mighty name of prayer. In the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. And I ask that the Lord is going to lead your path. That you will no more lose important people in your life. Every mistake you've made before now. That has made you lost people that are important. May God show you mercy and reconnect you. May God show you mercy and reconnect you. May God show you mercy and reconnect you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive help. Receive help us. Receive help us. Receive help us. Receive help us. In Jesus' mighty name, we call it done. Amen and amen. All right. We're going to be back tonight by 5 p.m. We'll be back online tonight by 5 p.m. Ghana time. Um, get yourself connected. We trust God as we pray. Um, there will be a word for someone. Get yourself ready and get connected. God bless you. If you have not seen, some of you have seen the instrument I posted on the platform, you acted like you didn't see it. I will forward it to your inbox very soon. Very soon. I'll forward it to your inbox. So you better see it and respond in the name of Jesus. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it.